love the uh, I love the I love the, the the wash and wear traveling traveling light always prepared for right. who for you I like the I like the way you I like the way you roll here <laughs> do you really this is great yeah I just, this was the only thing that was clean I like it. No, I meant the the, the setup. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought I you meant the clothes. I would never criticize your attire, sir. Oh, it's I. You can always criticize my attire. I love that about you. Now this is where, this is where the this is how the sausage gets made, baby. Absolutely. Through this one little microphone. everybody welcome to the pre-accident podcast i am your host todd conklin how are you today are you swell i wonder if you're swell don't really know what that means but swell seems better than bad so let's go with swell so the podcast is just humming along man i can't believe um just how much excitement there is there's a lot of really fun stuff coming up i don't know if you're following closely should i tease who's coming no no i shouldn't no, I can kind of. Um, we're going to talk a little bit coming up on a podcast. We're going to talk a lot about high reliability. Um, so that's a tease for what's coming up, what's coming down the pike. Other than that, everything is grand here. That's for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of having any great stories to tell you. I think I've shared pretty much all the excitement that I could tell you. I could tell you now. Now I'm this year's. I'm really trying to make this year the the year of. Uh, only excitement and fun. I don't know if it's going to work, but uh, that's that's my goal for this year, at least in some way. Some sibilance, some sibilance. What's the word? Some, it kind of looks that way. Let's go that way. I have no brain left either, but that's excitement. So I've had, um, I'm just coming off of a giant series of journeys. And so uh, getting my feet back on the ground and getting ready to take over for the summer which I'm really looking forward to. I got a cruise set up with the Familia. Um, and then what else is coming up this summer? Two weeks in New Zealand, which will be a kind of a little speaking book tour thing in New Zealand, which will be fun. And um, gosh, I'll just a ton of stuff. I hopefully I can spend time with you. That would even be even better. Let's plan on that. Why don't you plan on coming to Santa Fe for the weekend, uh, th- and we'll just hang out and have a large time. A large time will be had by all. So let's jump into the podcast. Today, we're going to talk to our buddy Brian Herman. If you don't know Brian, you probably, he's someone you ought to put on your list of people you want to meet in 2020. Put that in next year's list. Don't meet him this year, 2020. Brian is at Tucson Electric Power, which is a part of the Fortis gang, and Brian was driving us around Tucson up to look at stuff, and uh, and I asked him if we could do a really quick podcast because I'm curious. Brian is kind of a forward-thinking cat, and I'm really curious what Brian's thinking about kind of as what's next because he's been working with his organization to move them really towards this new approach, and they have all sorts of interesting hazards. You know, they have all the utility hazards, mining hazards, generation hazards. They got it all. And he's really crafted with his staff, and his staff's amazing. He's crafted this really great opportunity to move the organization forward. So I wanted to really chew on his ear a little bit and see what he was thinking, kind of what next looks like. 
And so that is the podcast for today. So maybe I'll just shut up and, and let you listen. That's probably the smart thing to do. Sit back and relax. This is Brian Herman from Tucson Power, and he's going to talk to you about human performance, safety differently, and what he sees is kind of next. So what's, what's the future for safety for utilities? What are you thinking? Where's your head? I think that um, the, the path we're on with um, really relying on, on the workers, the utility industry is an interesting thing and in that uh, very much top down, you yeah. know, safety and, yeah. and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, the, the leadership and ends up being people who've been in it for a long time and seeing the way that, that things are changing in the world and in the industry, we have to rely on the worker to be the problem solver and to help come up with innovative ways to address safety problems. We can't rely on the way things have always been. We just can't. So what's that look like in practice? Um, Tell us about your program. In our program, it's, um, you know, really getting, being a couple years into the, uh, into the, the hop fundamentals. It's, it's that piece of um, almost a partnership with the, with the workers where rather than from a safety standpoint, not us, you know, just enforcing codes and regulations, but it's, it's more a partnership of, of how do we do things differently? And, and uh, that's really what it's about for us is letting the conversations that we have and kind of the organic learning, letting that drive safety rather than just sticking to the, the rules and regulations. Cause it's as stringent as they are, they're not going to, they're not going to keep, keep us safe. Yeah, rules aren't controls, right? How did you get started in the whole human performance thing? What 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 got you in there? I'll tell you what. It was ironically my um, uh, a couple bosses ago, gentleman that's still with the company. His name is Terry Nay, and uh, he's now an operational leader. But he was our senior director of corporate safety, and he brought the concepts to us and said, "Hey, you need to go. You need to you need to check this out." Came back from a from a conference that he had been at, and we were doing safety the traditional way uh, prior to that. And he came back and said, you need to check these guys out, Bob Edwards and Todd Conklin. And I said, okay, I'll, uh, I'll give it a shot. And that's when we came and uh, actually went to um, the fundamentals course in, in Las Vegas. And just on a whim, one of my coworkers, Carrie Hildreth, and I went up and, and sat through it. And uh, subsequently, minds were blown. You sat on the back table, I remember. Yeah, and it was great. You know, the back the, the back tables where the bad students sit. Exactly. That's why we show up early, so you can get that back of the bus. <laughs> yeah, sit in the back of the bus. And uh, that way, if I didn't like it, I could either, you know, if I didn't. And I wasn't I wasn't a skeptic, but I thought, you know, Terry was a big idea guy. And, and to me, this was a big idea. And he was famous for coming in, and I called him the supernova, because he would come in and have a big idea, and it would get all over me. And I'd be like, oh, now i got to do something with this. And that's what it felt like. It felt like another big idea. And I was like, okay. But I will always indulge him because he was he was an awesome leader and an awesome boss. And I said, all right, anything that energizes this this man to that level, I need to go and check it out and see what pipe is all about. And uh, like I said, we went up there, Carrie and I both went up there, and and I'll never forget the conversations that she and I had about what a uh, twist of the script it was, and um, and and how impactful it could be for our organization. And we've been on it ever since. What do you see? happening in a year um like in a year from now or yeah. what year from now uh you know i think it's it, we're we are an interesting study in that our footprint is strange in the in the state of arizona 
So we're pocketed. We have different, you know, different components throughout the state. You know, some power generation facilities, electric transmission distribution, and each one of those has their own little microculture. So one of the big challenges for us is to not just assume that everything is going to move on the same trajectory or the strategies are the same. So we're our challenge then becomes implementing, you know, hitting them where they're at and kind of moving, you know, having the safety conversations to move the safety culture one conversation at a time and having the right one. So that's where we're at. Some areas are just taken to it and are taken off and they're, you know, you have learning team champions and they're going for it and other areas are a little more slow to it. So that's where we're really trying to kindle the fire. And that's one of the reasons why we like the partnership with, with, uh, with you and Andrea and Bob is that there's a little bit, there's something for everyone. Do you think that makes it harder to manage since it's not an enterprise-wide equal effort? It's different places are moving in different directions, or is it easier? A um, little bit, little bit of both. I think you can. It, it, it's, it requires it to be more strategic. So it's harder. It's it's hard to say if it's harder or easier. It certainly requires more strategy, and we have to do more thinking about it. And I hate to say it, but we got to be more intentional about how we move it through. And um, one of the things that when you do it, our our little our corporate safety department is only five of us. We have you know operational safety folks inside, so we're really working with them to move it through and identifying the challenges and edu- And everybody, we're all learning. We're all you know. Not only are we learning about the work we're doing, we're learning about what a safe work look like. How do we build capacity? What does that even mean? And how do we how do we make that meaningful to the people that are doing the work? And then how do they take it? and integrated in, into what they do day to day. And the hard part then is to, I'm not there, we're not there with our finger on the pulse to see what type of interventions need to happen or you know conversations that need to happen. So we kind of rely on the anecdotal you know, uh, stories and evidence coming in. How'd you build that level of trust? I mean, and, and that's something you're good at, but how do you do it? Oh, that's a great question. I guess, um, uh, I always, I have a saying that if you're, if you're in safety, and you don't care about people, you're in the wrong business. You know, and if you don't, and if you care about people, you should have a desire, you know, philosophy is the love of learning and the love, you know, the, the love of wisdom. And I think that you should also want to understand how the, how the mind works and relationships. I, I didn't come to this with a technical background. I came from it from a more of an academic and a safety background. So it required, I knew I would never have the the technical aptitude to stand in a line in a group of the subject matter experts right. and talk to a thing. So I knew that I had to bring the, the, the people component and I had to have those skills. And I think that's what it is, is to show up and, and uh, be authentic, be who you are, and uh, just try to elevate the, the human experience of everybody that you haven't come in contact with. And it seems to be working. As a safety leader, what hints would you have for people that are starting on this journey now? Wow. Um, open your mind. Be open to learning. Identify, identify your own biases and just don't expect yourself to have all the answers. And um, yeah, be willing, be open to the answers coming from some funny spots. Um, I think that's been one of the best things about this journey is the, the idea of the black line and the blue line. And when you really when you really open up the conversation to the blue line, um, <clears throat> it's going to be pretty interesting, the things that you hear. And I think that would be it, is keep an open mind and uh, go for it. Go for it. But dive in.
Do you have any success stories? What's amazed you? What's amazed me, I think, is one of the things that's amazed me is the way that this, um, these ideas and these methods and just this, this practice has improved relationships. And in particular, in some pockets where some real strained relationships between leadership and, and work groups and leadership uh, buys in and works through, has the patience to work through the skepticism that's going to be naturally inherent on something that's new or something that looks different or something that could be accused of being flavor of the day. And, and if leadership is committed to it and really partners with the work groups and lets, you know, lets the ideas and the solutions come from that, it's amazing the ills that that will heal. And that's been one of the coolest things in some of our areas that I've seen some longstanding relationships that were really strained all of a sudden are improved and then naturally <clears throat> everything that comes along with that right work gets better it gets faster it gets more efficient it's certainly safer it's just you know morale goes up everybody's sense of well-being and it's back to that elevating the human experience people feel more engaged and everything that comes with it so that's been a cool byproduct of this whole thing and I, one of the reasons why i love it has it been worth it are you guys safer absolutely and i wish that you know looking back i wish uh I wish we'd have started sooner. It's like anything I feel, I see, uh, you know, I see the benefit that, that I had. And I look at the ways everything's, a, you know, everything's an evolution. And I love the turn that we took with um, just with these ideas and being able to um, rally around this, these methods and these ideas just as a safety group. It's brought our safety professionals together in a way that, um, that I, I didn't see coming. So that, that's been really cool. Thanks, man. Big thanks to Brian. Uh, that's great. It's a, it's a shorty podcast, but I like it, actually. Nothing wrong with it. It's a, you know, we're in, our, we're in our summer mode. We can have short ones. That's not a problem. There are no rules. We make this up as we go. There are a ton of new podcasts out there. I'm just saying, we've, uh, you and I have cut the swath. We, we sort of set the standard by which all the rest of these new safety podcasts are just kind of happening all over the world, which makes me proud because, you know, just because um, it's not everything's a competition. That's just what I look at it. And talking to Brian, it's just, it's just really nice to talk to somebody who, who thinks about these things the way we think about them. And has thought about them for a while. To me, the point he makes at the end is really valuable, how it's rejuvenated and revitalized safety professionals in the work. It's building stronger teams. It's giving us better things to do. It's actually, it's a positive thing to look forward to. And sometimes I think our world doesn't have so much of that. So that's a real plus for us. Um, no matter how you cut a special thanks to Brian. Thank you for all you do, my friend, and for your entire staff. They are amazing people. And thanks for hanging out with us and uh, showing us all the good tacos, which is the reason you go to Tucson. Tucson is about the taco. If you ask me, no, no one did, but if you did, that's what I'd tell you. Until then, keep listening. Thanks for being a part of it. Tell your friends, subscribe. Um, keep an ear tuned because there's great things coming up, and we'll have lots and lots of fun, I promise. Learn something new every single day. Have as much fun as you possibly can. And for goodness sakes, be safe. Be safe.